Welcome back to the Never Quit Podcast. This is episode two, and I'm your host, Bill Higgins. I want to thank you for joining us again today. Uh, we had great success with the first podcast. I had over 250 listeners already. I'm excited about that and looking forward to uh, continuing this process. So, fun fact about me. I have been to three no-hitters, three Major League Baseball no-hitters. Um, that's one of those things when you go to a seminar or you're in a class and they doing icebreakers around the room and you have to stand up and tell somebody interesting, tell everybody something interesting about yourself. I usually lead off with that uh, because uh, I don't think a lot of people, there's a lot of people who have never seen a no-hitter. Very few people have seen three. I'm going to add an interesting twist to that in a moment here. So the first one was in 1984. I was 10 years old. I had no idea what a no-hitter was. But uh, sure enough, I went to the game and uh, saw a no-hitter. It took me years to appreciate what that really meant. Uh, that game was at Yankee Stadium on July 4th, 1984. And second no-hitter I saw was in 1996. I was uh, with my buddy Chuck, and we were on a class trip, uh, our senior trip with our class at Villanova right before graduation. And uh, we went to a game again at Yankee Stadium, and I saw another no-hitter. Um, the additional twist to that fun fact is I've only been to two games at Yankee Stadium, and they were both no-hitters. So uh, kind of hard to prove that. I can prove that I was at the two games quite easily. I have the ticket stubs. I have pictures. But it's very difficult to prove uh, that I was never at another game at Yankee Stadium. So you're just going to have to take my word for it. I've often thought about reaching out to the Yankees and letting them know about that, but uh, see if they pay me some money to come to a game and cheer them to victory. But not much of a Yankees fan, so I never did that. Uh, the third uh, no-hitter I saw was on October 6, 2010. Uh, Phillies playoff game, Doc Holliday, me and my best friend Rob were there, and we saw that no-hitter. So it's just a fun fact about me that I've seen three no-hitters. Um, I'm going to tie that to the, the ultimate message in this podcast uh, before we get to the end. But first time I told my wife, Amy, that I went to three no-hitters, she kind of looked at me like, well, what's so big about that? And it sounds like you got ripped off. Pay money to go to a baseball game, didn't even get to see a hit. So I explained it to her. I think she has a much better understanding of it uh, now. So... Because of that, every time I go to a baseball game or watch a baseball game on TV, I'm rooting for that pitcher to throw a perfect game. I, uh, I have confidence that he's going to do it every time and uh, hope that I'm going to see another one. And obviously that doesn't happen, but you know, I just want to take you through that progression. So normally in the first inning of a game, you know, the pitcher takes the mound and he hasn't given up a hit yet. He hasn't, you know, hasn't given up a run yet, hasn't given up uh, anything. So you're starting with a fresh slate. Gets the first hitter out, second hitter out, third hitter out. Usually, usually you do get through the first inning uh, with that uh, perfect, um, perfect game potential still intact. But sooner or later, he gives up a walk. Well, usually when I see him give up the walk, I say that's all right. He's still pitching no hitter, and uh, you know go a couple more batters, and then eventually gives up a maybe gives up a hit. Now we don't have a chance at a no hitter anymore. Don't have a chance at a perfect game. But I'm looking at it and saying, you know what? Uh, you know, a, a, a complete game shutout would be great to see today. And I start cheering for that. Get through the third inning, fourth inning. Well, eventually he gives up a run, gives up another run. And, you know, that, that shutout's no longer possible. But now I'm cheering for him to have a complete game and win the game. And, well, you know, very rarely does that happen. So, you know, he starts to give up a couple more hits and they pull him out of the game. But he's got the lead and he's out of the game. And, you know, I'm just hoping that the the, the, the uh, relief pitcher could come in and hold the, hold the lead and, I'm hoping that the guy I was cheering for gets that win and put another one in the win column. 
and hopefully just builds, uh, you know, as a, a nice win total at the end of the season. The reason I say that is it's important to remember that just because something happened that means that it's going to stop you from achieving your ultimate goal or, or that's no longer attainable, at least in the short term, you don't give up all hope. You, you adjust that goal. You tweak it a little bit. You take it to the next level down if you have to. Uh, you know, whatever you need to do, move it in a different direction. Just quickly reset that goal as quick as you can so that you stay on the path to, to success. Um, this, you know, happened to me in my career. You know, I, I, I had goals that were um, that, that were disrupted because of my own actions. It doesn't mean I give up. It doesn't mean that I throw the baby out with the bathwater. We, we readjust the goal, we reset, and move in a different direction. And that's that's what I'm doing right now, moving in a different direction and doing my best to, to, succeed, to still succeed. Just had to tweak the goals a little bit. You may have noticed that when I talked about going to those two uh, no-hitters at Yankee Stadium, I didn't identify the pitchers. Well, that was intentional. Uh, I want to put it out there. I'm going to send a nice prize to the first person to correctly identify uh, either one of those pitchers uh, or both. Uh, so uh, first person to get uh, one and the next person to get the other one We'll each get a prize. So you can uh, just post your answer either in a comment section under this podcast, on the Facebook page, on the Instagram page, uh, LinkedIn, wherever you see this podcast post. The first uh, person that I see uh, correctly identify the pictures to those games, I'll send you a nice prize. So I've been watching the NBA Finals, and uh, I'm cheering for the Toronto Raptors. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, not only because Kyle Lowry, number seven for the Toronto Raptors, is a graduate of my high school, Carl Dockery High School. He's a lot younger than me. I, I never met him myself, but uh, I'm, I'm rooting for a guy that went to my alma mater. But that's not the real reason I'm cheering for the Toronto Raptors. Um, although the real reason does tie back to something that happened to me at Carl Dockery High School. When I was in eighth grade, I went to St. Helena's, uh, and um, we had a we were go- everybody in our school was going. Our class was going to Carl Dockery the next year, the high school, the local high school, and we were uh, invited to go to a, a competition to meet the other kids from the other schools that would be going there the next year. Friendly competition. There were various. There were sporting activities. I remember there was a tug of war event. There was a couple. There was a pull up event. Um, I got selected to participate in one of the academic events. It was the religion trivia um, competition. So each of the schools put together a team of four, and we competed against each other in trivia related to religion. So I was on that team, and the way they did it, I think there were about 12 schools. They, they broke us into groups of three or four and put us in separate rooms, and then there'd be a winner from each room that would advance to the, the final round and compete against each other. So uh, my team of four was uh, in the room, and we competed, and we won that first round. Uh, one of the schools we went against, I believe it was St. Veronica's. Anyway, um, when we went to the, the championship round, so to speak, uh, kids from that school were sitting there, and they were cheering for us. We felt really good about it. And During a break, I went over to one of the kids, and, and I remember his, his name's Jose Delgado. I haven't talked to him in years, and uh, hopefully uh, he listens to this podcast and reaches out to me. But um, he came up to me and told me he was cheering for us, and I said, man, that's awesome. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. There's two eighth graders there talking. I said, why are you cheering for us, man? We beat you guys. And he told me he wanted to go back to school and tell everybody that they lost to the champs. Well, we went on to win the win that championship. And uh, that, for some reason, that stuck to me. 
uh, for the rest of my life. Because, you know, here I am watching the NBA Finals and the Toronto Raptors uh, when, you know, beat the Sixers with that big uh, four-bounce shot off the rim uh, to, to knock us out of the playoffs. And I'm cheering for the Toronto Raptors because, you know, I just want to say we lost to the champs. It kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier in this podcast about sometimes you just need to adjust that goal. You know, Sixers are going to be in the championship game next year. Okay, I can just feel it. We'll be in the NBA Finals and we'll be uh, holding that trophy. But for this year, I got to adjust the goal a little bit. And I'm just going to be happy to watch the NBA Finals and hope that I could say later on, well, the Sixers are the second best team in the NBA because they lost to the champs. And that's the only team that knocked them out of the playoffs. So, uh, I, I share that story for for that purpose, just to just to remind everybody that sometimes the goal just needs to be tweaked just a little bit. Um, we may not be able to achieve the goal that we initially set, but we don't just give up once it's no longer attainable. We got to twist it, tweak it, and uh, you know have a reason to stay in the game, have a reason to keep watching the NBA Finals, or to keep watching that baseball game, or to keep plugging away on your career. You know that goal just had to be changed modified, twisted, it, it ultimately may be a bigger goal, you know, uh, it may be something totally different than what you thought you were, uh, what you originally wanted. Um, sometimes life has a funny way of showing us that what we thought we wanted isn't really what we wanted after all and put us on a different path. All right, well, I want to thank you again for joining us today. Uh, it's just a short one, just had a short message I wanted to share. Uh, but I do want to announce that we are now appearing on three platforms. We were just added on Pocket Cast, uh, and uh, we still uh, appear on Anchor and Spotify. It's my understanding that you have to record a couple of these before you get uh, put onto the uh, Apple Podcast platform. So we're going to keep working towards that, and I'll keep updating everybody as we go forward as to where you can find our podcast. If you like what you hear, uh, please share this. Uh, if you don't like what you hear, but you think there's room for improvement, tell me about it so I can. Uh, make those tweaks and see what I can do to improve upon it. If you absolutely hate it, well, then stop listening. But I, I hope I can uh, do whatever I need to do to keep you interested and keep you listening. Um, we do have a Facebook page, Instagram, as well as Twitter. Uh, just type in Never Quit. You should find us there. If you have a hard time uh, locating it, get in touch with me, and I'll, I'll, get you, uh, I'll send you a link. Um, in the meantime, keep your head up. Keep your head up. Keep your eye on the prize. Keep focusing on that goal. Make the tweaks if you have to make those tweaks uh, to adjust your goal when, when change is necessary. Uh, never give up. Never surrender. And never quit. <laughs>